Welcome to the Touching Into Presence podcast. This podcast is for people who are interested in bodywork, empowerment, and somatic-based practices. I am Nikki Olson. I'm Andrew Rosenstock. We are certified rolfers. Collectively, we're trained in various movement and bodywork therapies with an emphasis on somatic awareness and client resilience. Through conversations, our goal is to share and explore mind-body paradigms to offer empowerment possibilities. Hey everyone, today's a slightly different episode. We uh, got a message from our previous guest, Liz Stewart, asking us if we could do a special episode for a nonprofit she has just started called Postures for Peace. Uh, we want to have a little short conversation, get the word out as support is needed right now. Currently, there's a proper website being developed. It's still uh, all sort of fresh, but we're going to link to a Give Butter site that has information on it. And you can always email Liz directly at liz at lizstewartsi.com. Both the link and her email are going to be in the uh, information part of this um, podcast, right? And just a brief uh, information, it's it's a project um, helping a group of healthcare practitioners, Rolfers, SI practitioners in Central and Eastern Europe for now, and their communities. And it's in, you know, they're in need of more skill, living with high stress, uh, especially due to the war in Ukraine, among other things, right? So the resources are going to go towards providing self-care skills for practitioners in the region and teaching them specific skills that they need to treat the clients in these affected communities. That's the short of it. There's so much more information on the Give Butter page. I'm going to stop talking because it's not about me. It's about Liz and her um, nonprofit, the Postures for Peace. So that being said, let's uh, get into the talk. Hey, Liz. Hey, Liz. Hey there, you guys. Thanks for making time. I'm happy to be mm-hmm. here with you guys. I feel really happy that you're willing to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, Liz, thank you for coming on. Um, We just wanted to have a brief chat because you are spearheading something pretty amazing. This nonprofit posture for peace that I am honored to be on the board as the secretary and treasurer. So um, this this all kind of unraveled rather quickly. So um, let's let's hear it from you. What I would like to know. First, I think it would be great to know what it is, and then what was the inspiration behind it? Okay. So it's called Postures for Peace, and what it is, it's a 501c3 nonprofit, which means something to people that know those terms in accounting and in the IRS. Uh, Basically, uh, on my end, it just means a whole bunch of paperwork. Um, But what it is, it's a nonprofit so that I can bring uh more education and as you guys also know i've been running these supervision or mentoring groups and mentoring sessions with people to really introduce to a group of practitioners in central and eastern europe uh a model where they feel supported and uh held after their basic training and so it will bring more teachers over there uh i can raise $50,000 a year maximum because of the way i filed with the taxes and and with the government. And the reason why I filed this way was so that I could get it launched immediately because most nonprofits take about six months before they get approved. 
And so the idea is to bring myself to start with and then the team of people that it's all paid for. And the dilemma, and this goes with the story, is that I went to the um, European Guild's um, gathering and it was really great. The EGSI put on a a conference in in, um, the end of, uh, I guess, end of May, early June. And they had a whole group of uh, their faculty, and the, and then there were three guests, and the guests were Ed Mopin, Sharon Wheeler, and myself. And at a certain point, uh, we all got to speak. And so when it was my turn to speak, I thought, well, what would be helpful for these practitioners to hear? Because everyone else had been talking about the sessions or about teachers um, telling really kind of fun stories. And they didn't know me at all. I was some mystery guest because in, in Central and Eastern Europe, they're not, they may not be on Facebook like we all are and, and all these other social media sites. So I got up there and I basically said to, to know me is to know my teachers. And I spoke about Peter Melkier being my main teacher, but then my lineage studying with women who were direct students of Ida Rolfs. And I told a couple of stories uh, about the miracles of this work. One of my daughter uh, and her legs being stuck in flexion and from mouth work, her legs extending out at three months old uh, when they had been really stuck for months, three months of life. And I told a story of Peter uh, attempting to talk about the work. And then I spoke to the room and said, you know, the women in this room, you have a heavy male panel here at, at your school. Uh, And I think it's important as women to get together with each other and work with each other and understand that our bodies, we work differently because our structures are different and to really get comfortable with who, who are you in your body and in your work? So I I made, you know, I had my 10 minute time to speak and afterwards people came up and they were crying and they had been really touched. And I, I didn't really understand that that was that touching at the time, because it's kind of scary to get up in front of a group of people and speak. So one of them in particular, a young woman came up and she said, uh, she was from Prague and she said, please, we need more teachers that are women. Would you please come here? And and I said, you need more women teachers? You need more teachers? What, What exactly do you need? And she said, we need more education. And we need to um, have something, but none of us can afford it. We don't have money here. Uh, the impact of the, the war is, is uh, noticeable. It's, we're all very burnt out. Um, we're overwhelmed. And so I, I came home with that. Now, a few other things I noticed at the conference was the, the sweetness and the Uh, dare I say, love that was all around this conference in these rooms and the heaviness of these Eastern Europeans that were there, the Polish practitioners. Uh, I I bonded with um, a Ukrainian man uh, who was very heartbroken because his parents were still in uh, Ukraine. Um, It was heavy. It was very heavy and intense. But I'm also Ukrainian. I'm a Ukrainian Jew. My grandfather escaped Ukraine. And uh, I grew up knowing this. And I felt very pulled, even though I can't say I 
it was a heavy experience. So it wasn't one of these like, oh, life is beautiful. We're on the beach. It was, oh, I really have to know myself to be here in this environment where it's heavy and sad. And um, uh, uh, I guess in the world of the nervous system, the co-regulation was hard to meet um, at times. And this conference really brought people together. So I came home and I had this idea of, I have to make, I have to bring education. I have not wanted to teach for many years, even though I do teach and I run these groups. Suddenly I felt this passion to give, give back and become uh, more of who I am as a practitioner and represent my family also as a, a, a Jewish Eastern European practitioner who has always been socially um, involved. I come from a very socially involved family. So my family always gave back. And so I thought I'm going to start a nonprofit. Why not? And so it just started and it's been kind of incredible. I have to raise $50,000 and money just started um, coming in when I would talk about it. I had a fellow in my cycling communities who made I would have to say probably millions of dollars selling the little gibbets on croc shoes. He's a friend of mine. And uh, he said, I'm going to help you write this. And I had someone else say, I'm going to help you launch this so that it's all legal. And because I struggle with reading and writing, I have dyslexia. Someone else did all the writing for me. And then this fellow who did really well with Crocs trained me on how to talk to people about how to um, share because I'm not used to asking for money outside of my own clients, you know, to cover the cost of the session. And, and then it was time to put it out there. So I made a deck or a PowerPoint presentation. I made something called a Give Butter. Um, it's like a crowdfunding organization, but specific for nonprofits. And I put it out there and then I began to talk to people and share that I'm hoping to bring some teachers and set up a, a program at least for the next two years. And things started to happen where a fellow from Poland reached out to me and said, could you do this in Poland also? Uh, somebody else from uh, Slovenia reached out and said, is there a chance I could come? And so I, I reached out to Alish Urbanacek in, at the EGSI and shared my mission statement and my vision. And he said, Liz, uh, let me connect you to a translator, to an organizer, and please use our room. When, and, and let's do this in Prague and people can come here. So the idea is that students don't have to pay. They get to come and have reasonable classes. And for them, what that means is four and a half days so that they don't get taken away from their week. And I will be going over uh, in a few weeks to meet with them and to organize the first training. And the first training will involve some structural integration and some other things specific to trauma and uh, the nervous system and working in groups and working with attachment and giving them step one uh, resources for themselves as practitioners. And then from there, my hope is to bring other teachers over so that it's all paid for and uh, the students can get an eclectic experience to what structural integration uh, has the possibility to be for them in their practice. Wow, that sounds um, pretty amazing. 
Well, it's been kind of exciting. I don't have a website. I don't have a logo. I don't have anything, but people have been very generous in saying, I'm going to help. Like Nikki popped in and said, I'll help. And I needed board members. Um, the, the struggle I'm having, I will tell you, is raising money. Now, I have mm-hmm. someone who offered, um, he offered to give me $25,000 if I can, if I can uh, get $25,000 worth of donations. And that would just cover it. So that's been exciting. And learning how to ask for money, I don't know if you guys have been through this, but it really is um, stressful. <laughs> it can be, yeah. It, it can be. Yeah. Um, and so I'm learning how to do it. And I've put it out on Facebook uh, with very little response. Most of my response has come from me uh, calling people or talking about it locally. Uh, for example, I worked with a little baby recently, and I've worked with the baby's mother, uh, baby's brother, mother, grandparents, and great-grandparents over 30 years. And after the treatment with the baby who wasn't nursing, and at the end she was, the grandmother handed me $1,000 and said, I want to support you. Uh, uh, about As of today, six structural integrators have donated, which seems um, kind of sad and low for me as far as community response. Um, but it's happening. And I've, as of today, it's, we're up to 17,000. Sorry, that's wrong. That's great. We're up to $21,000. So $1,000 to raise and um, hoping that people might want to jump in and um, be part of this. You know, one, one thing I'll, I'll put out there, just how I hear it as well, too, just from the structural integration side is, a lot of us don't make a lot, but giving $25 is, is something, right? It doesn't have to be a hundred. It doesn't have to be a thousand, which sometimes people do feel even, even five, you know, anything is something in that. And I think, you know, what I'll try to express here and anyway, we do post about it is that anything is a step towards change. Absolutely. In fact, on the, and I think there might be something to be really honest, there might be something wrong with my Facebook page. Um, and it's not my page. It's just posting on like the structural integration private page. For example, uh, I put in there, even $5 would be wonderful because something is a contribution. And when you get a lot of $5, it adds up. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll share, I was talking with a friend because I've been thinking about how to somewhat monetize this podcast and I'm, yeah. I'm not there yet just because it, it takes a lot of time and resources and costs. And like, at least to break even. And I was talking with a friend and he's like, there's no money to be made on social media. I mean, there is from the marketing, but a lot of people don't, when they post, they don't, they, they, they see something, they don't respond to it. There are ways to do it, uh, you know, and, and hopefully you'll start to figure them out and find other ways. It sounds as though you're doing okay. I mean. Well, you know, what's been happening now is. For example, I spoke to um, some folks today at one of the schools, uh, not a school that the three of us went to, but another school, and they had great ideas for me. And they said, you know, let us let us offer something and and um, some of the money we make will go towards your program for next year. And I just think there'll be a lot of creative ways. I want to do an auction. You know, I, I set it up for two years, but I really want this to be a longstanding Projects so that people know that there are people we're helping out there that are not as fortunate as we might be here in the West or um, 
just in our own practice. And I'm pretty aware that many people are not doing well in their practice right now, really coming out of COVID. Um, I'm fortunate I have, which is why I like to share and, and give, and it's part of who I am. But I also am really fascinated by the people who have no money who have said, you know, I'm so interested, let me tell somebody. There's all different ways to contribute. Don't It does not have to be financial, by the way. Uh, I think the emotional support is just as important as getting the money. And people who have it can give it. But there are people that don't have the means or the um, time or even the ability right now. And when they say, wow, this is really cool, that goes far for me because it's it's a big picture. So that, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I'm I'm also I'm really excited. Um something one of the I, I've talked about this before, but one of the reasons I, I I I asked Nikki originally to be on is I I found I was, you know, I'm a male, shocker. And uh, and I wanted to have more female voices uh and to find a good a good balance. And I, I really I have I have noticed that while there are a lot of female uh, or I might get that gender women, I, whatever the gender is on that, um, there are more, I'll just say female teachers and the males a lot of times get the uh, accolades or the highlights. Uh, and I, yeah, I would rather learn from both. And so therefore having more of a representation of uh, of another than the, the leading norm is something I'm I'm all for. I think you're hitting something important, even the non-binary and the, um, if we look at race and, and culture and, and binary and trans and, and the larger essence of where we are in the world right now, uh, I think it's important to really look at ourselves and say, why are we biased one way or another? Can we learn from people? And and who could inspire me today? And I like what you're saying. And by the way, Andrew, um, I presented at a conference one year where I asked for 10 men and 10, sorry, four men and four women to come and be part of an inner circle for a uh, experiential piece. And I got attacked immediately. You know, you oh, are, yeah. I mean, that's where we are. That's where we are now. Said, it's sad. You know, I'm talking about body. This was at a psychotherapy conference. And I said, I have to learn your language. Um, mm-hmm. You have to learn mine. Can we help each other? Can we educate? Totally. Uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. And so yeah. even back to Postures for Peace, my, 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 our program, I'm going to say as a structural integration community, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and really it's for people that are lacking and for people who aren't um, to mm-hmm. help out and to be part of something that is given to a, a larger whole. Well, and that's, you know, when you were sharing this idea with me, that was my biggest attraction to it is. There are, you know, Rolfing, structural integration, we're still a relatively small community. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, as you were sharing this with me, I couldn't help but think of like, still like reaching out to practitioners who are in need, don't have access to continuing educations for all the various reasons you mentioned, Although we're not really dealing with bodies per se, we are still enhancing. It's still it's a global structural integration of how we all can come together and hear um, everybody's voices, especially in these pockets that we don't hear from globally. 
because of what all the reasons, again, lack of resources. And we would have, we probably would have a lot to learn from these practitioners because they are working in a environment that's not very typical around the world with so much war and trauma and -hmm. things like that. I mean, while there's still a great amount of conflict going on in the world, worse, you know, in some places, it's more like, you know, media attacks rather than actual blowing up buildings, escaping for your life and things like that. And, you know, hopefully we can get to a point in our lifetime, that would be a stretch, but that we can have conflict and not decide to blow up buildings and communities and innocent people and even the bad people like just catch them and like do something different (laughs) even this idea of blowing things up you know we even blow things up in our community you know people Mm -hmm. get upset about things they get excited about things they get passionate but we don't have a really clear way to talk with each other as effectively as we could and one of the the Mm -hmm. quotes um that i've I really have been, I'm going to read it to you because I really like it. And it's by the fellow who started um, Habitat for Humanity, where they build houses, where people get to build their own houses in in affluent and and middle class and poor environments, but they build them together. His name is Millard Fuller. And he said, for a community to be whole and healthy, it must be based on people's love and concern for each other. And, you know, Nikki, what you just said, it gives me this hope also that I hope there's not a project that Postures for Peace has to go into where it's high stress based on war, but that it can maybe one day even evolve into helping practitioners who really don't have the means to practice or need help. Just the way the community came around Jan Sultan this past year when he was really sick. I donated and and I saw a lot of people donate. And I think that if we could become more of that for each other. I mean, it's really beautiful to see that. And there's hmm. there are other people in need also. And I think Jan would be the first one to, I did talk to him. He was blown away by this. Um, it was life-changing. And if we can impact someone's life uh, just from our heart, that's a that's a good thing that we can live our life knowing about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's something I, I want to, I'll share, and I hope this adds to it. But one of the things I struggle with a lot in the current day of of binaries is X is in the control, and therefore we need to shift and put Y in control. We need to go the opposite way. And I don't, I don't, I'm not hearing that here. Actually, even though we're saying there's more, we're not. Even though there's more males, and we're trying to get more, it doesn't feel to me as a radical polarization. It actually feels very supportive and neutral, and not oppositional, which. Would be wonderful. The whole world could be that way, but there we are saying, okay, there's this thing, and we're working to shift it. But it's not like it doesn't seem to me to have that polar difference that so many, so much does. That well, this has been the way, and therefore we need to switch it. And then the problem with that that philosophy is it just creates more polarization. And I don't hear you doing that, which is awesome. Well, I don't. I don't think our work is that. I think the way you just described this is what structural integration is about: is supporting. and it makes me think that we're really aiming, well, what sticks with me is, can we have a shift in culture? Can we be a culture that says, yeah, we're going to move, we're going to shift together. And even if there are some stragglers on either side of it, we're still going together towards, you know, something healthy. 
for us as a, as a culture, as a community of body workers. This, this whole conversation that we're having is actually um, making me think of a podcast that I had listened to this morning. And I'm just going to share a little bit of it. It's with Simon Sinek. I'm probably going to botch some names here. I'm sorry about that for anybody that's listening. And, but um, Gene, it's an interview with Jean Olwang. And um, I won't go into all her success. She's a, a powerhouse. But the kind of the intro to this um, podcast, it says some of the most successful people in the world all have a secret power. It is not their experience or technical expertise that matter most. It's their partnerships. Mm -hmm. And part of this podcast, the, the beginning part that I was listening to, I was talking about two people who learned about the whole ozone layer and that they got together and they, you know, were super smart and we're like, how, how are we going to fix this? And they brought it, they wrote an article in a nature magazine. And then basically all these people, big corporations that CFs, whatever, the main thing that's destroying the ozone, like attacked them for like 10 years. So, and, and so the interviewer was like, well, what, how did you, how could you stand up to that? He was like, my partnership my my belief and my friendship and that we we could do this together and together we can fight the the people who are are going against us and as i was listening to this when i was walking the dogs i was thinking about you know what you're working with and what you're trying to to get together and 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 just with the stories that you're sharing of how to get this off the ground it's I mean, Liz, it's amazing because a lot of these are your personal friends or personal connections. And I mean, it's the partnerships that you've cultivated throughout your life. And it's just going to be amazing when this happens, how you're going to share that globally. Yeah. So, well, here's a piece for you guys then. The folks over in Central and Eastern Europe uh, heard me on your podcast. Nice. That's right, baby. <laughs> and they shared no, it. I, 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 that's they awesome. shared it and passed it around, and then they sent it to me, and they said, "This is how we've come to know you." So oh, that's, that's so awesome. That's that's so like that. Just to tie back into Nikki's sort of thing about partnership, to to hear that um, right now. Uh, I mean, I'm probably close to tears, which luckily the people won't see. But to think that a little small thing that we did has had a ripple out and has supported people along the way from what little action it took. I mean, it does take a lot to edit. I'm going to pat myself on the back there, but really it's, it's like a little thing. So that's, that's awesome. I've, I've been in talk with a few Japanese people and, and, and like trying to get stuff there and we're, we're, we're stuck because of language and we're you know working with that, but it has been awesome to hear how, in some way, this brings the world a little. Well, I say it brings the world, but it brings us a little more. Uh, and the fact like that that brought you in. That's okay. I'm rambling a bit, but I'm I'm, I'm really excited, and it's uh, there's a big space in my heart around that. Yeah, I, I wish everyone could have seen all three of our faces when I said that, because yeah. I, I think that the smiles, our smiles, could have crossed the United States. They were just big. Mm. Uh, but mm. it's really true. This the podcast you guys are doing is really touching people all across the globe, and uh, I'm I'm grateful because I don't think they would have really gotten the sense of me outside of 
me speaking for 10 minutes one day in the middle of an event. So thank you guys. Well, that's cool. And it's really, it's, it's, um, it's really cool that, that we had, that that can be. And, and it's always, I, I was talking with someone the other day, like we get to be, Nikki and I get to be in conversation with people we respect and admire and, and like, it's so informative for us. And then we get to take that and send it out and people can learn and be in relation with that. And it's like, like, where's the harm? <laughs> um, like it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. But I want, one thing I do want to say, Liz, because we do got to wrap up soon is I, I know a guy who's traveled a lot around the world and uh, has worked in war, war areas. And he's a guy, but he's a pretty cool dude. He's worked in, in trauma areas and he's a dude, but if you need a guy who's pretty safe, married to a wonderful wife, um, he happens to live in Boston right now, to go with you, I can connect you at some well, point. I will tell you, connect me. And um, I'm going to just start meeting people and see who are the right fits. I've got uh, my first year kind of covered, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm looking for people to grow, help me grow this. So I'm definitely interested. And thank you for that. I was talking about myself, if that wasn't obvious. You? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess that wasn't obvious. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk later. I, I worked. No, with no, let me know. Let's talk. I have to talk to people. Step one is to um, make a donation. And your donation has been this right now. Well, we can do more as well. But all right. We all, we all, that's, we all got to run because we all have lives outside this. But I'm glad, I'm glad we've gotten to do this. I will do my best to edit it um, there quickly. I may not do like an intro. We might just kind of pop it out just because I think uh, timing is more important. Can I, can I mention how to reach me? Or to, yeah, if it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, please. I, well, I don't have a website, so you can't make a donation on my website, but if you're interested in making a donation to email me and I'll send you the link. And my email is uh, Liz at LizStewartSI.com. And then I just send the link out because I'm not that tech savvy. Anyway, Nikki, I know you have to leave and I have to leave. Real quick, um, Liz, did I, did I say, did I say the, um, the nonprofit correctly? Do I Postures for peace. Yeah. Did I say it? Because when it came in, I was like, did I say it wrong? Well, Andrew, let me know if we need to redo the intro because I want to make sure. There's definitely a so it's posture. I'm on the board on that I'm pronouncing it correctly. Well, I'll, I'll leave <laughs> it in because we're human. We're human and we make mistakes. Don't worry and about mistakes it. are growing. Yeah, 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 I think you're fine. Don't worry about it at all. And okay. plus, our conversation was also mm-hmm. about gender and race and learning and not getting it right mm-hmm. and getting it right. Like, I think it totally. Was, I, and no. I don't remember. And it was, worry. I've it was pops- popsicles for peace, right? <laughs> popsicles for peace. Is that what it was? Okay. Good. All right. Everyone go run. Enjoy your days. Bye, you guys. Thank you. Bye. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Please check out the link in our information or email list directly. And we hope that you can help make a difference for others in the world. Have a great day out there. And we'll see you on our next conversation at Touching Into Presence. Bye.